Hello everyone, welcome to Writing Quests. In today's episode, we are going to do a ranking list of all of the MCU movies and Disney Plus TV shows. Huzzah! Okie dokie, so here we go. We're going to do another tier list. We did a Star Wars tier list a little bit back. So we are doing today the MCU, the shows, and the movies. Now, this is just the canon stuff. So if you've seen all the new Spider-Man stuff, we don't have any of that in there. And we'll, you know, kind of leave that off the list. But so as with the Star Wars tier list, let's keep it nice. Okay, we've got, um, you know, a lot of opinions about which movies are best, which are not. And my hat's a little, I'm going to turn my hat around because... Get a little shadow off my face. Okay, here we go. So, we, um, I, I have some different views about the MCU than some people do, and there's a lot of things to get through. So, I'm going to do a little thing of why I'm putting it uh, where I'm putting it, but I'm going to try to keep it brief because otherwise this video is going to be ridiculously long. So, here we go. Ant-Man and the Wasp. We're going to put that one in the... <clears throat> I'll put that in the C category. Um, it's a good movie. It has a lot of great things in it, and it's really funny. I'm a big fan of the Ant-Man franchise in general. Um, it just, you know, it's just good. It was just good. I, I wasn't either. I wasn't blown away by it. I wasn't, you know, majorly impressed, but I didn't hate it. I, it was just good. It was a good, solid entry into the MCU. Next, we have the next Ant-Man, which I'm going to put that one at a B. I think that one's a little bit better just because I think, you know, they went the heist movie direction. It's a really great introduction to Ant-Man, especially after the troubled production of it and just bringing in Paul Rudd. All of it's just, they did a good job. It's not, again, it's not an amazing movie, but it's pretty good. All right, I'm not going to go through all the Avengers movies just yet, so we're going to skip over here. We're going to do Black Panther, and I'm putting that one as an A. Obviously, that movie is so cool has a lot of great stuff, a lot of cultural stuff. It just really expanded upon the MCU in a really cool way. Brought us T'Challa and Chadwick Boseman, which super sad that he won't be in the next ones, but you know, he gave us a really great Black Panther while he was with us and um man, what a great cool legacy to leave for sure. Next, we're going to go into Black Widow. I'm going to put this into the B category. Really solid movie. Really liked it. My my only thing that really drives me crazy, she should have had a whole trilogy of movies and they should have started way earlier. That's my only criticism of the Black Widow franchise or the single movie. It's a great movie. I think they did a great job, but it it just felt like they retroactively went back to do it. And it's like... Why didn't you do this better before? She should have had uh, solo movies starting right after Iron Man 2 in the phases 1 and 2 of the whole thing. Um, the best addition from the Black Widow movie, which cannot be understated, is Yelena in Florence Pugh, which I'm not just saying that because we share a last name, although I do think that's pretty cool. But... Her character's hilarious, and everything she says is hilarious, and she was a great addition to the MCU. And it was really cool to see her in Hawkeye as well. 
All right, we're going to go on to Captain America Civil War. Definitely throwing that one up here in the best. I'm going to save this top tier for the creme de la creme. Um, but Civil War is a great entry, man. What a cool way to pit Iron Man and Captain America against each other and just show that, you know, they've gone through so much stuff and then just what fractures them. And it set up, obviously, the last two Avengers movies really great. Um, but I think the way they did everything, even bringing in Spider-Man and like they just it's such a big movie and they handled it so well. It's they just did a great job. Captain America, the first Avenger. Putting this one down the C category. Um, it's a great movie, but it's, um, you know, it's it's one of the earlier ones. So it's not like super amazing or super great, but it's a really good entry. It's a really I thought it was a great introduction to captain america one of the things i like about the captain america movies is we do have that one from the 40s first one and then it goes you know into the future i think it's just really cool to show all the time periods for sure captain america the winter soldier here we go i'm doing it that one is almost a perfect movie in my opinion this is my opinion maybe some people disagree with me but i thought that that movie is from the cinematography to the color grading to the acting, writing, the story. I mean, it hits it on every everything for me. I love it. It's my it's probably my favorite, my favorite one for sure. Captain Marvel. This one's gonna go in the D. And the only reason is that I it's fine. It's a fine movie. It's pretty good. Um, I have some gripes with it. Um, I the, the biggest thing that I really love about it is that they brought back Coulson, which was great because I'm a big fan of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So that was really fun to see them bring back Coulson. But yeah, it's, I, you know, I watched it and I was like, meh, it's okay, meh, but not really my cup of tea. But it is also a cool entry into, you know, there's always two ways to look at the MCU. You've got the, you know individual movies and then you've got the trilogies or the groups of movies but then you also have to look at the whole story so as a addition to the whole story i think it's great as an individual movie you know i could take it or leave it um but that's always i think with these big franchises i'd say that with my star wars tier ranking as well that you have to just there's got to be a distinction between the individual movies and the series as a whole Doctor Strange. We're going to put Doctor Strange up in the B category because Doctor Strange is awesome. And that's a really cool entry into um, the world of Doctor Strange. Multiverse of Madness looks totally madness. Insane. It looks nuts. So I'm really excited about that one. Um, but again, you know, while this one was really cool, it had a lot of cool visuals. It's still a, like a first entry. And I always feel like the first entry movies... You know, they kind of follow that specific formula. They don't really break the bounds of that story structure very much, which is fine. And I'm totally game for all that. Um, but definitely doesn't get it into the, you know, A or the super awesome category. Eternals. Now, I'm not as harsh on Eternals as everyone else. I'm going to put it in the D category. Um but it's a mess of a movie. It's definitely a mess. Um, I think that the story is fine. I think the characters are fine. I think, um, you know, all of the bits and pieces of it are fine. And, and 
but how the story was presented and how the movie was edited together just felt like as I was watching it in the theater, uh, it just felt like a mess. Like I felt like I was watching, you know, I kind of feel the same way about some of the DC movies. It's like, it's not necessarily that the story is bad or that characters or anything going on is bad. It's just poorly constructed. And so therefore it doesn't tell a good story. That's kind of my thoughts on Eternals for sure. Guardians of the Galaxy, of course, is a A-list movie. I don't even do I even have to explain that? I mean, it's Guardians of the Galaxy. It's incredible. It's funny. It's weird. It I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy might have been the only movie I've ever watched two times in a row. Like I watched it, finished it, and just started it right back over. Because it's so hilarious. It's great. Which brings us to Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which I'm going to put in the B. Um, it was good, but it's not as good. Um, it's still funny. It's still got all this stuff, but I definitely didn't like it as much as the first one. Um, but it's still got a lot of great things about it, especially Kurt Russell. I think Kurt Russell's great. I'm a big fan of him. So adding that to the B category, faux show. Iron Man 1. This one goes up here because... Has a little bit of nostalgia factor. One, it's still an uh, incredible movie and everything about it is amazing. But um, the nostalgia factor of kicking off the MCU, Tony Stark, Pepper Pot. I mean, come on. It's Iron Man 1. It's great. Iron Man 2. Now, this one, I'm more favorable to this one than most people, but I'm still going to put it in the C category. I think a lot of people would put it in the D or F, um, which I'm probably not going to have a lot of Fs because I am a MCU super fan. So even the movies that I don't like, I still like pretty well because it's the MCU. Um, Iron Man 2 is weaker for sure. Um, it's, I think it's really strong entry into the series as a whole, telling the series story, but as an individual movie, like it doesn't work at all because it's so reliant on that broader series for sure. I'm also going to put Iron Man 3 in the same category. Personally, I like the movie, um, but they're, I like the direction they went with it. I'm just not sure if I like how they did everything. The villain is super weak to me. I thought the extremist stuff was um, just not handled well. I don't know. It wasn't my favorite, especially knowing some of the comic book source material. It just didn't really work for me. Obviously, you got the problem with the Mandarin, which I think with um, Shang-Chi, they rectified really well. And so it kind of makes it better. But as in the context of Iron Man 3, it's really not that great. Shang-Chi, I'm putting this one all the way up here. Um, I thought that movie was great. I thought it was a great film. Great entry. Um, bringing in the Jack Chan style Kung Fu and the, you know, all Asian cast in the story. I just think they did such a cool um, job of that movie. And I, I, it was a great entry and it, it brought back the 10 rings and it told that story better than they did in the Iron Man movies, which, you know, it kind of got messed up in the Iron Man movies for sure. Okie dokie. We're on to Spider-Man two or Spider-Man far from home. Um, I'll go back and forth a little bit on this one. I think I'll put this one in the, I'm putting that in the B. It's a B. That's a B movie. Um, kind of a tough one. I it was my it wasn't. 
I didn't like it as much as the first Spider-Man movie, but I do think they did a great job with it. <clears throat> um, I really liked Jake Gyllenhaal and bringing in Nick Fury and kind of starting to dabble with the multiverse stuff. I think they did a good job. And um, But I will say out of most of the trilogies as a whole, the Spider-Man movies are the, probably one of the strongest trilogies for sure. I'm going to put Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming is an A movie. Great introduction to Spider-Man. I think they finally got Spider-Man completely right. I love the Tobey Maguire movies, and I like the Andrew Garfield movies as well, um, but they both kind of had their merits, both good and bad, and so I feel like with the Tom Holland version of Spider-Man, they finally hit all of the marks on getting Spider-Man right. Incredible Hulk is one that I like, but I'm still going to put it down here in the D category. It's just not um, especially now in everything that we know about the MCU, you can tell it's an early movie. They just didn't have a good idea fleshed out. And it did bring us General Ross, which, you know, was a really great thing that they kept tying back in throughout the rest of the movies. Great character. But ultimately, with Edward Norton and now we have Mark Ruffalo, that whole thing, it's just not it's not that great. The first Thor movie... I put this one as a B. Actually, I'm a big fan of the first Thor movie. I think they did a good job. They introduced the character well and made it kind of this big bombastic thing. And you know, with Jane Foster and Thor and coming to Earth, and I think it's great. They obviously, introduced Hawkeye, and we always have the great Phil Coulson, who is one of my favorite characters. I'm a major fan of Shield, and I dislike how Marvel handled Shield, but I love the show. So anyways, we'll get back to that here in a minute, which I'm now looking at this and noticing that S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't even on here, which is blasphemous. I love S.H.I.E.L.D. It's a great show. I'm right in the middle of re-watching it. Anyways, Thor Ragnarok, a movie for sure. Great film. Hilarious. Pushed Thor into new territory and into a new um, space that we'd never seen him before. You know, he... Chris Hemsworth was famously uh, had said that he was thinking about being done because he didn't like how Thor 1 and Thor 2 were so similar. He wanted to do something new. And so Ragnarok kind of pushed him in a new direction. So big fan of that. Which brings us to Thor 2. And it's just a D. It's a weaker, weaker entry. It's fine. It's good in the scheme of things. Um, I struggle with that one because I feel like it's an Avengers-level threat and should have had the Avengers in it. I also think um, there's a lot of great stuff in there as far as building between like Loki and Thor and kind of building on that relationship. But ultimately, um, if you look at it in the... you know, I would have probably put it a little higher a few years ago, but with all of these great movies we have now, it just doesn't. It doesn't hold up to them anymore. Spider-Man No Way Home. You can probably guess where this one's going to go in the top. It's excellent. I, what? What even happened? It literally tied together my whole life from when I was 10 years old to now. I mean, what a great way to pay homage to the whole Star Wars universe or the whole, sorry, 
whoa, back in Star Wars. Way, great way to pay homage to the whole Spider-Man legacy that started with Tobey Maguire, but also keep pushing it in a new direction. Um, I'm a little nervous about what's going to happen with Sony and Marvel, and I, so I'm really glad that they were able to wrap it all up and be done with it. Um, cause you know, they're making Morbius and they're doing all this other stuff. So we'll see. I'm a little concerned about it. I don't want it to mess up the franchise, but it's going to be what it's going to be. All right. We are now, before I get to the, I'm going to save the Avengers movies for last. If you know, I'm just going to do that. Um, Hawkeye, I'm going to put Hawkeye in the B. It was really good category. It was, or it was a really good show. I thought they did it. It was a really cool to. I liked Kate Bishop, and I really liked how they started to show Clint's PTSD, show how he thinks about and struggles with his time as an Avenger, and also how he was dealing with the loss of um, Natasha, bringing in Yelena, all that kind of stuff. They did a really great job of um, telling a cool story, but it also wasn't super, you know, it didn't really push the boundaries at all. It didn't really do anything that was like super incredible amazing it was just a really solid good story loki i'm putting loki up here in the a um man how cool got a little weird with the uh you know they're both a loki thing and they love each other but the time travel stuff and all that insanity that happened with it um i just think that they handled it so cool and it was it's great to see tom Hiddleston back, and I hope he keeps doing it, and it sounds like he will pretty much be Loki as long as they let him, but seeing all the different versions of Loki, and it was just such a cool, they did a great job. Falcon Winter Soldier, um, I'm, I'm going to put that in the C, and the only reason is, I would have probably put it in the B, but compared to the rest of it, again, it just, you know, we had WandaVision, which was so crazy, and then we had Loki, which was crazy, and then Falcon Winter Soldier just felt like a normal action um, it was really cool that they talked about the legacy of Captain America and what the shield means and represents. Um, I thought, you know, having Sam and Bucky in the same story was cool. Like, it was a really good, solid story, um, but it just didn't quite push the boundaries enough for me. Of course, I do. The action was great. The fight scenes were great. It was awesome to see some the Wakandans come in and, uh, you know, you kind of see a little bit of what's going on with Bucky. And what happened to him post the Winter Soldier and Civil War? So, um, it was a great, it was a good show, but it wasn't, you know, mind blowing by any means. One division gets right up here. I thought that one was crazy cool. How it was all the different sitcoms and just it was it was so cool. It was weird, it was super weird, and then it was. I liked how they went from being super super weird and then turning into like what we know of Marvel. It'll be really cool to see her come back in Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness and see where everything is going from there. What if I'm putting that in the B category? Um, really great entry, really cool. Um, I at first I wasn't sure like what's going to even happen with this until I realized that they're actually probably going to tie in some stuff with uh multiverse of madness and so um it was just a cool way to see all the different alternate realities and the different things going on and so at first i thought it was just going to be those single little vignette episodes and they weren't really going to tie together so it was really cool to see how it all tied together in the end and became a cohesive story okay here we go the marvel movies nobody get upset got that Nobody get upset. Here we go. 
Avengers Age of Ultron. Um, Avengers Age of Ultron, I kind of go back and forth. I don't know if I'd put it in a B or C. Um, I think I'm going for B. And the reason I'm putting it for B is because you finally get to see, you know, the first Avengers movie was literally just them banding together. The reason I like Avengers Age of Ultron, the villain is a little weak. I wish they would have done Ultron a little bit better. But what I like about this one is the camaraderie of the Avengers. You finally get to see them actually interacting and like they've been doing this for a little while. And so they're actually like this is where they're kind of friends. And so I think as far as the character building, that was really cool. And you start to see some of the fracturing that's supposed to happen. But um, I, you know, there's a lot of people that hate on this one a lot. And I personally think that they just did. They did a good job. Did a good job of showing the Avengers and um, as they interacted with each other. But then it was also, it was still a good threat. And it brought us in, you know, Quicksilver and Wanda. And so, I don't know. I like it. The original Avengers gets top billing. Excellent movie. Nostalgic for for me, for sure. And they, you know, they snuck it out of the park. I mean, how to take this whole, you know, five, six years of movies and finally weave it together into something that um, just was so well done. It was so thought out. It worked super great. And um finally brought all these characters onto the big screen together for the first time which had never been done before um it just achieved a lot and did a lot for sure avengers infinity war we're going to put that one in the a category it is an excellent film so great there's so much going on um the russo brothers did such a great job with both infinity war and endgame um, because there's so many things happening and there's so many characters in that movie. And so I really liked how they started bringing in Thanos and started bringing it all together. Um, the, the reason I bring it down a little bit is even though it's a great movie and even though they did a great job, it's still a little jarring because there's so many characters to deal with. There's so many threads going on. And even as a MCU veteran, sometimes it can get a little hard to follow and so but you know bringing in thanos and really showing him as a real threat and how that all happened excellent excellent movie and probably no surprise but endgame gets top billing as well see i told you i wasn't gonna have any f's i i just don't i like all the movies i mean these are the worst ones for me and they're still pretty good i don't know that's how i am avengers endgame it finally wrapped up the Infinity Saga. It took all of, you know, mostly all of these movies, and it finally brought it all together in one cohesive narrative. And it was so, it paid off so well. Emotionally, it paid off. There were so many great moments. Cinematically, it paid off for the cinematography and the fight scenes. Um, it it hits on every level. It's so amazing. Bringing back all the characters, saving the world. Captain America's story wrapping up, Iron Man at the end. I mean, it just is the, it's probably, I would say that Winter Soldier is my favorite movie of the MCU, but Endgame is definitely the best movie of the MCU, and they should be really proud of the movie that they made, for sure. 
that's it for my MCU tier list. Thank you for watching. We hope you liked it. And I don't know if you agree or not, but put it down in the comments. Let's talk about it nicely, of course. And if you haven't checked out our other tier lists, do that. And we will see you next time on Writing Quest. Huzzah!